Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 142. It's been Dry Bones. Got milk. January 20th, 2014. I am your host, Jeremy, and along with me this week is Patrick. What'd it do? And that is all. Why do I, Frank? Yeah, no Frank. Why do I feel like we haven't... No, so a, you couldn't get hold Oh, no, no. One more. Um, yeah, I didn't... You haven't done one of them. Yeah, I did. We, me and you did the last one together. It just feels like uh, it's been a while. It feels like it has. I guess it's because I've only been on one of the last three. Yeah. So what, you just couldn't get a hold of Frank or what? Um... I didn't actually send him a message this time because it was kind of last minute. I mean, I forgot. I'm pretty sure you would have been on anyways. Yeah. I mean, deleting me twice in one week is <laughs> from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but you know. You know me. I am going to bring it up. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So with. That said, let's get into our podcast. Let's get into some what what we have been playing. I'm surprised you had any time with for video games um, with both your teams being in the playoffs and playing each other yesterday. Well, you know. The Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers that you both support. Not everyone's as lucky as me, you know, having both teams. So, but anyway, so yeah, I actually, I've actually played uh, three games this week that are all, I guess you could call them current gen games. They, uh, um, so I played some more Call of Duty Ghost at my brother-in-law's. Has he had any problems with that? No, but he hasn't played too much. Um, Well, I I just heard something about that, for some reason, just that disc, for some reason, or that game. Uh Uh-huh. Is making like the systems go blank or something, but like if you unplug it from the wall for like ten seconds and it works. But like for some reason, just for that, for some reason that game is is screwing with systems. I don't know. I don't. I haven't got it picked it up yet, so I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Well, you know, truthfully, uh, well, uh, uh, I've decided I probably won't pick it up unless I get it on a good sale for uh, uh, Steam on on PC. Uh, But I'll go into why in a second. Uh, second game on my list is Assassin's Creed 4, and I could not believe how much fun I had with this game. Yeah, that's how you do the missions, huh? Uh, I did do one yeah. mission. It was, um... That's what I'm saying, though, is, like, it's, it's, <laughs> you have more fun without doing the missions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of funny, because, uh, my bro- I just started where my brother left off, you know, I didn't start my own game, because it's, it's his game on his, uh, Xbox One. And, um, it was like, he stopped off, like, literally two steps from the mission start. Uh Uh-huh. And so, before I even realized it, I was on a mission, and, um, uh, it was a time mission, and I kept screwing it up. It was, you had to follow some, uh, boat captain on, to an island, and then you had to sneak around and eavesdrop on him, and then you had to get the key from one of the other guys, and then plunder the... You know what I'm talking? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, okay. So anyway, so anyway, so uh, I kept thinking that you had to jump onto the captain's boat, not on your own ship, because you know this is my first time no. playing. I'm thrown into a mission, and so this like for five five times I keep trying to kill everyone, and it's I almost get onto the the other captain's boat, but right as soon as I jump, he like you know takes off. I think I actually got a lot closer than you're supposed to be able to to actually jumping on his boat. <laughs> hmm. But uh, and then my brother's like, "What are you doing? No, it says to go to your ship." I said, "Oh, okay." Oh, so then, um, you know, he showed me how to sail and everything. And uh, for for a writer and a reader, you don't read very well. Well, it no, it it didn't say go to your ship. It said go to the whatever your ship's name is, and I didn't know that that was the, my ship's name. Like I said, I just started playing. <laughs> um. So anyway, so and then I did that mission. That mission took me a while because I was uh trying to be very obviously. I was trying to be stealthy about it. You know, not. Trying my hardest not to alert alert anybody. 
Um, when I play stealth games, I take them to the extreme and, and I, like, go overboard to try to be stealthy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I uh, did that with, um, was it Deus Ex? Deus Ex, yeah. Yep, I got through that whole game and then realized the first person I killed in the game was the only person I killed and it screwed up, like, a hundred achievement points. But anyway... Um, but I yeah. got bitter about it. <laughs> bitch. But yeah, and then so after that mission, like I said, it was fun. But it, and and I like how, um, I like, you know, because I am I never played the last Assassin's Creed. I never played uh, what was the last three? one? Yeah, I guess three. It takes is it was three. Yeah, I never played three. Um, and I and so I never played in the more open world type uh, games uh, of the Assassin's Creeds. They've all been open world. No, o- o- more open space, I mean. Not not open world, but like, I mean... With you know, the boats? Yeah, one and two were all, you know, tons of buildings and stuff like that, as where uh, a three wasn't, right? No, well, there was building, but it was like more of the new world, so it wasn't... Yeah. And then yeah. this one is a lot of trees and, you know, a lot of nature, along with buildings, but not, not, not as much. I really like how they they made it to where you can just jump into a tree, or you can use the trees to you know jump onto a roof, or whatever. Um, that part was really cool. But like like Patrick said, once I got on my ship after completing the mission, and I was just messing around on the ship, and my brother taught me how to uh, like fight the naval navy battles. That was awesome. So I was mm-hmm. like taking down ships as much as possible, left and right. Um, I definitely want to pick this game up as soon as I get a PS4. That's what my uh, plan is. And the last game on my list is Halo 4. Now, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, we talked pretty bad about this when the game first came out, um, and rightfully so. They had a lot of problems. Uh, If you remember right, I'm sure you do, Patrick. I never even finished it. Yeah, I know. There was a lot of problems with collision issues and... and uh, the fact that it was completely different from any of the other Halo games. Yeah, but uh, but it was the ways that it was different. It wasn't just that it was different. It was like... The well, that's what I mean. Like yeah, the like, shooting and the controls and the shields and everything. It was just... Yeah, and a lot of the problems that I had uh, with the game when we first played it, it have been fixed. Have been, you know... Um, Neutered? Yes. No. Um, it's still very different than, say, Halo 3 or, or uh, ODST or Reach. But it, at the same time, it, it did feel like a Halo game um, when I was playing. And I I played I just played uh, multiplayer online for about an hour and a half. And it made me realize that that's why I don't buy Call of Duty games. This game, I was, I was having so much fun playing Halo 4. As where Call of Duty Ghost, I was just getting frustrated. <laughs> Um, so I, I had tons of fun playing Halo 4, and, um, I actually, I don't have gold right now, well, I, I used the 14-day pass that com- comes with Halo 4, so, if I'm still planning on playing it more after that, then I'll probably go ahead and, uh, up my subscription, but right now I'm not gonna worry about it. I don't even know if I'll play Halo 4 much after that. But yeah, those are my three games. I actually, I know it's it's been a few podcasts since I actually played a modern game, so I thought that was kinda interesting. I played three this week. How about you, Patrick? What have you been playing? Um, not that much, actually. I know. I've uh, <clears throat> been playing uh, GTA V, which I need to finish, but I'm having <laughs> too much fun with my second game, which is Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah. I am doing the missions uh, and stuff like that, but I'm just having too much fun going after these, going out and just pillaging ships or you know whatever you want to say you know yeah take them down board them um then or you go to you go to you go to bars and you find out uh, you find out information about a certain ships that will get you a lot of money go after those ships yeah um also i'm having fun just hunting the animals in the water killed, oh yeah, yeah. i see i've killed a bull shark uh hammerhead shark Killer whale and a humpback whale, which is kind of funny to me because you're in a you're in like a little rowboat, okay, and you throw like for example even for well even for a killer whale, but especially we're gonna say a humpback whale, which is a huge animal. You're gonna throw a spear and hit the whale that's connected to a rope to your boat. Now this thing will dive into the water. 
uh-huh. and it snaps the rope. Like, realistically, you're going under the water with this damn whale. It ain't going to snap the rope. Like, yeah. I think what they should have done was added, like, a little button sequence where you had to slice the rope. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd you be know, cool. You know what I'm saying? So, cause to me, that makes more... I mean, it's, it is, it's a game, whatever. But, I mean, you just try to think... They, they always try to make everything so realistic. And I'm just thinking to myself, if this whale went in underneath the water... It's pulling my boat down with it, especially a humpback whale. Yeah, and um, like sometimes when it, when it was tap the rope, it'll jump up in front of you. You have to time your your spear, otherwise it'll it'll flop on you onto your boat and, and damage you or pretty much take you out. Uh-huh. But that's once again like it's going straight up in the air, getting ready to flop sideways. You throw a spear and it's just going to go straight back into the water, like. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure it's still going to be flopping on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, I'm just, it's just, um, yeah. I, it, it, words don't even explain. I mean, Stress Creed 4 is just awesome. And um, it's, it, it's, like I said, just all these, um, all the stuff you can do outside of the actual game. It's just, it's consuming my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, like, I mean, Assassin's Creed has always been to a certain degree like that, but this game seems like even more. I mean, I spent, out of the 45 minutes or so that I played, I spent, actually, I probably even played more than that, over an hour. I mean, well, I spent probably 75% of the time just um, uh, doing the ship battles, you know? Uh-huh. And so, I, it just, it just, it just feels really cool. Everything about it does. Yeah, they did, they did a real good job, and I gotta admit because you know I was saying, uh, well, no, I was actually talking about GTA when I said that, but I remember I, I I was tired of Assassin's Creed games after Assassin's Creed Two and all the the whatever you want to call them, the extra games to go along with it. And well, yeah, there's technically been six games. Yeah. Well, okay, six. Mainstream games that were on the consoles because they've all they've had the, that liberation one, which is just coming out on a HD version of it, but it was only on PSP. Oh yeah. But um, other than that, you've had Assassin's Creed One, Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, Revelations, Assassin's Creed Three, and Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, and after Brotherhood was actually the last one I played before this, um, just because I never got through it, I would have played Revelations, but I never did. And I think that uh, I'm I'm really happy with the changes that they've made. Um, makes me really like the game. So, like I said, actually speaking of PS4, uh, I heard that they will be back in stock even if for a limited time, either tomorrow or the next day. So I'm hoping to pick one up hmm. for it. GameStop. Yep. Unfortunately, but and I only say it like me that. Unfortunately, I only say it like that because I have gift cards and such for Amazon. So. Um, why don't you check to see if they have it on Amazon? They don't. I've been checking every day. Should have got it when you had it. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I did. I expected them to sell out, but I didn't expect them to still be sold out. Sold out in January, you know. Yeah. But anyway. But uh, um. Yes. I just, I just uh, love. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love that uh, a, the game so cool. far. What did you just do? I was adding something still <laughs> when you started clicking on shit. Okay. I, I kind of forgot about something I wanted to add. Anyways, uh-huh. <laughs> so other than that, that's all I've been basically playing. Like I said, it's been consuming the hell out of my time because I just can't help but do all that other stuff, and I need to. to there's so much stuff I still need. I got, like I said, I'm borrowing Rise. From one of my friends. Oh, yeah. And I haven't even popped that in because I, I want to finish... I wanted to finish Grand Theft Auto 4 before I even fin- started Assassin's Creed. And then it was just staring me in the face when I got it for Christmas. and Like I said before, so... Yeah. No, but, yeah. Uh, um, okay. I was going to say, uh, the other, just out, just since we're talking about it, the game I'm really looking forward to is... Uh, what's that? 1886? That's not coming out until next year, though, right? No, it's supposed to be this year, but... No official date. Oh, I think it's like September. Oh, it's it gonna is. be like in the fall, yeah. It's gonna be like in the fall time. Because I, I know originally it was um, set to release in um, release uh, window, which is I think November, December, January, February, March, April, 
up until April, but uh, maybe it got pushed back. Hmm. Um. So that's pretty much it for what I've been playing. So I'm going to move on to what's coming out for the week of 127 to 131. Finally, a kind of a game that I can, re- well, not kind of a game, is a game that I can report on. But I mean, like, whereas the last couple of weeks it's yeah. been dry bones. Yep. Um, Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z for the Vita, PS3, and the 360. At this point, why any of these games aren't coming out for the Xbox One or PS4? Also, I don't get it, but yeah, it could be. That's true. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll come down down the line. Who knows? Uh, and I did just look up. Uh, Eighteen eighty six is set for fall. Yeah. So. so either it was pushed back or it was just, I don't know. Or you're stupid. That could be it. That very well could be it. All right, since that's it for what's coming out, uh, another small week. We'll take a quick break like we always do, and we'll be right back. And it's time for what catches Patrick's eye this week. Yeah, so what caught my eye was this show called, and actually I didn't even see it at first. My boss actually asked me if I had ever seen this show, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, but the name of the show is called Sex Sent Me to the ER. Yeah. And it's on uh, TLC, and basically it's stories of, uh, you know, from the ER of people winding up. And um, in, in there for sex-related stories, uh, they have the actual people telling the story, but they get actors to reenact it. And I, <laughs> I swear, the actors look the re- the actors look just doing the reenactment look just like <laughs> the people doing. Like there was this one guy, um, well, this one story. It was called uh, "It Was a Doozy," and <clears throat> the guy. You would almost think that they were twins or the same person, but the, like the actor had a tattoo on his neck and the actual guy didn't. Mm. But I mean, like face or wise, they look exactly like the same. Um, but um, so, like the one that I saw, one of them was of a um, 440-pound man who was a virgin having sex for the first time with his girlfriend, who was only 110 pounds, and like. They just get started. He like he starts thrusting and puts her head through the the wall. Oh wow! And the makes you laugh is the first thing she says is, "So why why did you stop?" <laughs> but she ends up in the hospital with a concussion. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there was another one. Um, I didn't see this one, but I keep hearing about it. Uh, this guy was pretty much he he his wife comes home from a business trip and finds her, her husband like. Had fallen off the window, mm-hmm. and she, he was trying to say like, "Oh, well, what were you doing?" He was like, oh, "I was cleaning the window for you. I knew you were coming home, and I wanted the ro- the house to look clean." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, why were you butt naked?" <laughs> <laughs> so, as the story goes on, she starts trying to figure out what the hell he was doing, and you know, he has a broken arm and he's all jacked up, and she starts beating the hell out of him. <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So they kick her out. The doctor pretty much tells him, look, I need to know what happened so I can treat you right. He goes, so he pretty much broke down and said, all right, so my wife's out of town, and I had a prostitute over. 
Wow. And we were doing coke, and then we did the do, and I guess this woman was like a big woman, and like bigger than him. Mm-hmm. And he tried to write her a check, and she's like, well, what the hell do I look like, a bank? <laughs> so the police got, also got involved because the whole house got tore up. So this was like, this is why the wife started getting suspicious of what the hell had really happened. Mm-hmm. He didn't know the house got tore up because his ass got thrown out the window by this big-ass hooker. Wow. And so she trashed the house and everything. So. But, oh, man, it's just, and it sounds corny, but, I mean, you know, it's supposed to, it's reenactments of stuff that's actually happened. And so, but it's, it's something you should check out. I don't know the exact time it comes on. I believe it's Saturday nights. So if you have TLC, just look at, uh, at your guide for Saturday night or look it up on, at the website. Well, you I'm pretty know, sure it's there. when you put that in the show notes, I got to admit, I thought you were just going to uh, share a personal story with our audience. Oh, I probably could, but I never got <laughs> sent to the ER for it. So. That's what I was wondering. I was like, why didn't I hear about this? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, yeah, it's a, yeah. TLC Saturday nights are new shows. I'm pretty sure you can find repeats during the week. I, I suggest you go check it out. Um, they had one about a woman who suffered a two-hour-long orgasm. Oh, I've actually uh, heard about that story. A guy who broke his uh, penis while having sex with his wife and girlfriend. Ah, okay then. And when you find out what happened, it just was hilarious. Uh, pretty much. The guy has a, a wife, and they both have they share a girlfriend. The girlfriend and the guy and the husband are going at it, and the wife comes in like, "Hey, I'm cooking dinner. You didn't invite me." So she's like, "He's like, hey, we'll join in." Well, he starts spanking her, and they were like in the laundry room, and so it's making the wall shake because she he's leaning against the the washing machine, so the washing machine's shaking the wall, and they had an ironing board. On a latch, well, it, with from the vibration, the latch came off. His his junk was on the on top of the dryer, and the ironing board came slamming down, oh, and fractured his man. yeah, <laughs> fractured his uh, his weebie. Oh my god, that's crazy. But uh, but yeah, I, I suggest checking out this show. It's if anything for a good laugh. Yeah, and that's what's caught my eye. Oh! <laughs> All right, let's get into some news. So let's say, let's see. Uh, wow. Let me start over. Oh. So, digital sales are up eleven percent in two thousand thirteen over two thousand twelve, um, up to eleven point six billion dollars. Um, December alone showed a thirty six percent increase over the prior December. Um, th- one of the reasons they they think this is 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 um, during the Christmas week, there was a huge spike in, in digital downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they figure, you know, a lot of people either got, uh, gift cards or, or, you know, like Amazon cards instead of the actual games. So they could just go download it or steam, you know, gift cards or whatever. Um, and 3.6 billion of this, one fourth of it account is, is, through mobile downloads. So that's pretty interesting. And free-to-play games actually earned $2.9 billion. Up 40, 45% over 2012. And I'm like, hold on. So you're telling me free-to-play games earned almost $3 billion. Almost one-fourth of all digital sales was from free-to-play games. That makes no sense. Well, probably ads and stuff. Well, I was thinking it was actually, uh, you know, like the in in game stuff you yeah, can buy, and also, yeah, you, and also a lot of the free to play games you actually do have to buy the game still, and then you just, it just doesn't cost monthly. Yeah. So yeah, it was just funny though that it, it earned so much. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's interesting, and I think it's a trend we're going to keep seeing is digital sales going up. Uh, I I mean I think it was what was the Xbox One right that said said that they considered going. 100% digital for this generation, but decided against it. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, going up. <laughs> yeah. Up, uh, 13 gigabyte update for Dead Rising 3. That's crazy. What could they possibly be updating? The whole thing? <laughs> 13 freaking gigabytes. Um, pretty much, um, they're, let's see, the game, uh, it's first DLC pack, Operation Broken Eagle, is scheduled for release. On January 21st, which is tomorrow. 
And there's a total of four packs arriving, and many people are suspecting that the update is packed with content prepared for this. So, um, Capcom hasn't released any official details about the content or anything. Uh-huh. But uh, the users who have downloaded the update are reporting that the update does not add 13 gigabytes to the game's install size. So, oh, so it's replacing files. Yeah. That makes sense, though. So I guess it's... But it's also, like, a lot of people are also thinking that it might have something to do with the DLC that's coming out. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> from someone who's uh, uh, worked on programming my own games and stuff, um, it sounds like they're probably going... that They, they were probably realized that they didn't prepare for something that they want to prepare for now, be it the DLC or whatever... Um, but that's still crazy. 13 gigs. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, well, uh, HBO Go app will be coming soon for the PS3 and and even later for the PS4. So, um... It's already on 360, right? Yeah. So, PS3 will be getting it. It didn't have an exact date, but, I mean, probably within... A month or so, maybe the next month or so or two, and uh, later, and probably maybe a couple months after that for the PS4. Makes me wonder why a it isn't already on there, and b wow. why isn't it coming out for PS3 and 4 at the same time? Um, I don't know. Different. Con- I don't know. The content might be. Yeah, maybe licensing. That's the only thing I could think of. But yeah, the, the licensing would be different because I mean, if it's licensing for. PS3, I mean, you would think it'd be the same as PS4, I mean, Sony. Maybe. It depends on if it's PSN licensed. network. Yeah, oh, that's true, that's true. Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, I love HBO Go app. I use it on Android. It's great, because I don't have to pay for HBO when I get all the stuff, because I use someone, my parents' account. So anyway, just thought I'd share that. Steam now has over 75 million accounts, uh, active accounts. And is starting to encourage companies to create music players, video streamers, and other apps for the upcoming Steam machines. Um, this is actually the, the second... Well, first of all, let's tackle the first part. 75 million active accounts. And an active account means that, that they've been active. I think it's either within the last one or three months. I forget exactly. Um, that's a crazy ton of amount of active accounts. Um, and you figure, <clears throat> even if each of them only buys, you know... A game every couple months or a couple games a year, that's still a lot of freaking money <laughs> yeah. that's being passed through Steam and a lot of downloads and stuff. And the second part, um, Steam is actually started encouraging this type of stuff, uh, apps, applications on their, their, even the PC version of Steam for a while now. And it's interesting to see that they actually want to bring, they want to integrate these things more into the Steam machines that are coming out uh, a little later this year. Uh, and if you know anything about them, basically they're boxes that hook up to the com- to hook up to your TV and work just like a console slash computer. Mm-hmm. And so it, it actually makes sense that you know you'd be able to stream like you know anything you can stream on your computer, you can stream on this thing. So we'll see how it, it turns out, but um, very interesting concept for the Steam machines and and being multimedia devices instead of just gaming devices. Nice. Uh, well, um, oh, I'm for the wrong story because my cursor moved. Uh, Star Wars 1313 trademark abandoned by Disney. That's crazy. So, so pretty much the name f- for the 20, uh, Star Wars 1313 has been an, uh, abandoned. Um, mm-hmm. there, I was reading that it's saying that, it's not saying that you're not going to see stuff from the game still come out, but it's probably going to be called something else. Oh, Okay. According to the government website, trademark was abandoned because no uh, statement of use or extension request timely failed after notice of allowance was issued. So basically, so, it just expired. Yeah, I think it shows that Disney isn't interested in the name. Yeah. Um, it's, it's saying, you know, who knows? The game's so far along and everybody's so interested. I, I really doubt they're just going to scrap everything they have. But. Yeah, I'm sure it's just the name. It's pretty much 
Yeah, they were saying that it's it's yeah, pretty, it's just going to probably be the name, and that it's you're still going to see stuff coming out for the game, but they just had no interest in in the name Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which makes sense. I mean, thirteen thirteen it doesn't really make sense anyway. So I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it's always been a placeholder name. Yeah. Well, as long as it still comes out. <laughs> um, so this is a, a update to an ongoing story. SimCity patch coming soon will enable offline play, finally. This is something that, like I said, has been going on, well, since release, actually. But um, this particular update has been being worked on since last August. And the developer was saying, you know, it's not as easy as just flipping a switch. It's actually written into the... Uh, code to rely on the servers. So it, uh, it says SimCity was written to rely on the servers. And so basically instead of you know just flipping a switch or putting a dummy type uh, protocol in there they actually have to reprogram a lot of the uh, code to work. So that's why it's taken so long. But it's finally coming out and it should be out, uh, didn't say when but pretty soon. Um, I actually want to play SimCity again, so I'm actually... Well, I'll probably play online anyway. I, I never had a problem with it, so... <laughs> but still, it's good for those people, especially the ones that were having problems and stopped playing the game because of it. Um, so, concept art services from Cancelled Bioshock movie. Um, I'm going to make sure, uh, Jeremy, that you put this uh, link so they can check out the, the art. Okay. Yeah, but I they also, there's also another link that um, for a website, uh, Jim Martin's uh, Bioshock concept art it has even more than what is on here. Uh, maybe you might want to put that one up. But anyways, um, basically, uh, you know, the game was scheduled to get a movie in 2008. Having um, they wanted to get uh, director Gore Verbinski. Ver- he, he did the Pirates trilogy. Um, he says he uh, signed on to, to make a Bioshock movie, but then he did uh, dropped out of the project later a year after unable to agree with Universal on the budget and rating he was looking for. Um, so pretty much, he was looking for a around two uh, uh, two hundred million dollar um, budget for an R-rated film. Mm-hmm. And the studio was only willing to invest $80 million for a PG-13 take on the material. Mm. Uh, part, partly because of the poor performance of the Watchmen. Oh, uh, wow. Which kind of sucks that, you know, the, that they're going to get screwed on. Bioshock, you know, is going to get screwed on a movie <laughs> because of that. You know, I mean, because there's so much great material in that in Bioshock oh, yeah. for a movie. I mean, it's just—I don't see how they. Uh, you know, in all honesty, I almost wish they would do an animated movie for it. If anything, yeah, I mean that would work. Um, I mean, I would love to see a live version of it, but just just for them to do. Because to me, if if you did an animated version, you'd be able to be more free to do what the hell you want with it, like they did with the Bosch or the Dead Space movies. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh, yeah, there's some pretty cool art here. You, you can check it out. Uh, I, I really wish that they would make this movie. I swear they it's just, it's just so much material there for it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Um, speaking about movies, since you, since you brought up that story real quick, uh, I actually did, I know you talked about this in the last podcast, I think. I'd seen the Need for Speed uh, preview. Uh-huh. The movie and the whole preview. I, I didn't realize what it was. And I'm going, what is this? Uh, furiously fast? <laughs> you know, making fun like it's uh-huh. Fast and the Furious. And they said, and Desiree whispers to me, yeah, I already don't want to see this movie. And then when I realized it was Need for Speed, I'm like, oh. It actually looks like the story would be, would, won't be bad, but this the simple fact that it's a Need for Speed movie. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, um, my next one is a very interesting one and a reason why I decided to pick up Call of Duty Ghost. Well, I, I was kind of thinking about it anyways because I have a bunch of friends that are getting in for the Xbox One. Uh-huh. 
uh-huh. already have it for Xbox One, so I and I was planning on getting it, but when we want to get it a little bit faster after I see this uh, DLC that they got coming out. So pretty much Call of Duty Ghost DLC getting the Boogeyman. Yes, he's getting Michael Myers himself. Um, and one of there's gonna be like I think um, three new maps I believe. Well, one of them is called um, I'm gonna go blank on the dang name. Fog. That's what it is. And uh, pretty much um, he's gonna be a, a, an available player. Like you have to do something. Um, yeah, I forget exactly what it is. Like to kind of like uh, you get a certain amount of kills, and you can do like a a, a mortar strike or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be something like that. But uh, pretty much when the when you get close to players, like the the music, um, the you know the music from uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. everybody knows you know should know that that, that yeah. song. Will start to play, and players can hear it get louder as they're, as, as they're getting closer. That's the thing, interesting. Yeah, and it uh, so the, it's also set. The, so here's the map details. This is a small to medium sized map. Drops you in a dark and eerie camp site set alongside a fog uh, shrouded lake. You fight through twisted caves, tall grass, and seamlessly abandoned structures, each providing different gameplay. Um, engagements for all types of players inspired by the classic horror film and terrifying encounters fog also harbors a dark side so the thing that kind of got me a little bit was like especially listening to that that sounds something more for jason (laughs) yeah and also he he's wielding an axe which is kind of weird that virus would be wielding an axe that is not a i mean whatever it's so awesome that they decided to do something like this um so that's one thing to look look forward to. Uh, if 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 you're a a Call of Duty fan, b a Halloween fan, you know and you get you get your little matchup here. I, to tell you to date, I think this is Michael Myers' first appearance in a video game, maybe as a playable character. Yeah. So that's pretty freaking awesome. Um, it's going to be available on the twenty eighth. Cool. It's going to be on, called Onslaught. Onslaught. Cool, cool. Alright, so we've actually touched on this before, but <clears throat> um, Nintendo has officially come out and say, and said that no Mario will be on smartphones. Uh, Nintendo has been pretty firm about the fact that they don't plan on bringing uh, any of their titles into the, into the smartphone, onto the smartphones. Um, and this is, this is basically an update saying that, yeah, they don't have any current plans, nor do they see a foreseeable future where their games will be on smartphones. Um, they use Mario specifically because obviously he's their biggest name. Um, Mm -hmm. and they have no desire to be on the, on the mobile platform. Instead, they want to look, they want to somehow take advantage of the mobile platform in order to capture or bring more awareness and capture new customers to the Wii U and the 3DS. How they'll do that, I don't know and I don't think they know. Um and and honestly, I think this is a um uh missed opportunity for them because knowing Nintendo, they could come up with some sort of cross uh smartphone slash console crazy craziness thing and they could Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, their 3DSs have apps and stuff like that. So, I mean, I can see why they're like, like we pretty much can do this on our 3DS, so buy our 3DS, not use this on a smartphone. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But what But what if they made something like, hey, here's a Mario game, and it has some basic levels, but if you own the Wii U game or if you own the um, uh, 3DS game... If you own either of them, then, you know, maybe you get something extra or you do something, I don't know, how to, you know, extra levels or something. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Or, or just be like, I don't know, because uh, they already kind of do that with the, the the new controller, so I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, I kind of understand it, but at the same time, they knowing Nintendo, they could come up with some awesome way to use both together. 
Yeah. Oh, well. Um, uh, you know, one other thing I never reported on, but I think I remember hearing that they were doing a, like, another kind of, like, Dr. Mario game, but it's going to be, like, Luigi. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they're pushing Luigi more. I always hated the fact that Luigi was always more my favorite character than, um, what's it called, uh, the Mario? Uh-huh. And I always made him, like, a, a wimp or something. Well, yeah, after a while. I mean, if you look back at the first games on NES and even SNES, he wasn't much of a wimp. It was when it got into N64 and stuff is when he became more of a wimp. But, yeah, I, I don't know why they did that. I guess they just wanted to show that Mario's the hero, you know? Even though yeah, well, they both really were. <laughs> which is fine, but I mean, they don't need to make him a... Mario! <laughs> I know. Bullshit. Anyway, so... Xbox One search program will be voiced by Cortana. It's like coming in 2015. Is this like their... Like, it's kind of like a Siri kind of thing. Like, you know, like, you can try to get, like, oh, search for this, and, like, you know, Siri will come on and talk to you. Uh-huh. Well, it's supposed to be something like that that they're they're going to have, uh-huh. but it's going to be voiced by the uh, same voice actress who does Cortana's voice. That's pretty cool. Have you messed with any of the voice commands? Not completely. They pretty much suck. I have the one I, the ones I've done that had no problems. Um, I don't know why, but over my brothers, we can only get it to work maybe one third of the time. It's better than the Connect was the, uh, on three hundred and sixty, but not nearly as good as it, sh- it could be. Not when he ne- did he said it like I had to redo mine because I didn't turn my TV up loud enough. Because you want to turn your TV up really really loud so it, it can tell the difference between you talking and the game. Maybe, I don't know. It might have been the way you set it up. Yeah, it could be. I, all I know is that, you know, like, Google uh, Google Search, uh, Google Now, and uh, even Siri, they can understand you, uh, they, they can understand you perfectly, usually, or most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why, you know, Connect would have any problems. So you're maybe right, maybe you're right, maybe it was set up poorly. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll tell him to do that next time. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that's it for our news. It was a pretty slow week, two weeks here. Uh, we'll be back with, uh, well, another episode next week. I don't know why I was going to say that already, but... Alright, I'm just going to save face to email us. You can kvgto4 at gmail.com. You messed up. Oh. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in months, and I know it's only been a week and a half. It's been more than that. Well, two weeks then, but we recorded on Tuesday and two weeks ago, and we're recording on Sunday, so... Anyway... Uh, today's Monday. Today is Monday. I didn't work today, so I forgot. Holiday. Our email... The last I... the podcast was the 7th. God dog. God dog. Cordero, <laughs> take it back. That's not actually the last time we did it, because I'm pretty sure that's just the date you put it up. <laughs> no, that was the day we did it. I put it up, the... I'm pretty sure, either either the 7th or it was that the Tuesday before it. Yeah, that was the Tuesday, so I put it up. We did it on the 7th, Ooh, too. Oh, shit. Aha. Anyway, as I said, awesome. you can email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. You can check us out Hello, on fa- facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. We are on Stitcher, which a lot of people like going to. Um, so check us out there. And, the, and, of course, the iTunes. The iTunes. Uh, we're on iTunes. All right, uh, we are on iTunes, and probably the best place to get all our backlog and everything. Unless you want to go to our website, you can also get us through our website's RSS feed. If you're that kind of person, if you use apps like Feedly, which I do, I love it and I recommend it. On Twitter, you can get to me at Soul Scribbler. Patrick is at Big Solo Six Four. And if you just want to send a general message to us, that's at KVGT Podcast. As for mine and Patrick's personal websites, I have a writerstruggle.com where you can find uh, blog posts about my everyday life, about my writing, and advice his for struggles. writers. Yes, oh. yes, advice for his writers. His struggle to find time to work and play with his cats at the same time. Wall writing. His, his struggle to root for the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers at the same time. It's funny you say that, though, because my next blog post blog post coming out next Monday is all about um, 
uh, oh no, the one that came out today is all about finding time to uh, write while you have a life. So there you go. Patrick isn't very well off. And I also have a Writer's Struggle podcast, which has two episodes up and the third one coming very soon. Uh, there was a delay of about two months in that just uh, for personal reasons um, and some disappointing reasons uh, not getting certain authors to commit to interviews. But I'm going to move past that. Bitches. <laughs> I'm going to move past that and hopefully um, by maybe episode five or eight or ten I will start having uh, author interviews. Because basically I wanted to have the first issue be – or first episode be introduction, second episode be uh, advice – Third episode be an interview, and then four episode, fourth episode being a reading. But as it turns out, um, it looks like it's going to be at least the first five episodes are all just going to be me, and then after that it'll take off into other stuff. Yeah, so I guess wait till episode six because who wants to just listen to you talk? Oh, bird, sick bird. Oh. <laughs> and Patrick is. You can find him and his writing at Patrick's thoughts. 64.blogspot.com And by writing, I mean it's usually him complaining about something. That's bullshit. <laughs> but I am going to be working on... We'll be working on another video game post. Because um, it seems like I started this, I believe, in 2012. So uh, I've been doing my uh, games of 2011, 2012, I think. And I think I did... So this year I'll be doing, obviously, my games of 2013. Cool, cool. Yeah, you know, um, I actually, when we did that last year, uh, I actually remember I even started a document on Google my called My Games of 2013. I started it, like, January 1st, of le- and I never kept track of what I actually played. Well, I mean, it's not that hard in a way. All you got to do is basically go back uh, on your 360 and look at the games that you had on there. That's true. Between looking at my 360 and looking at my Steam, I, that's pretty much all of them, but... Because, I mean, technically, like, even if you say you were going to do your Ouya, I mean, you didn't necessarily have, you know what games you bought on there. And other than that, you could just talk about that you bought the Ouya and what you did with it. That's true. That is true, Patrick. That is true. And as for the family of our, uh, the extended family to our podcast, the Nerdgasm Network, at the, or at nerdgasmnetwork.com. I don't know if there's been any, any been any new episodes posted lately on there, but um, they're recording them, but they're not. But Brian, it does not. He puts up like six at once, and then the yeah. stupid thing is, you know, Ryan, I'm, I'm I mean, this out of love, you, you asshole. <laughs> he, he doesn't put the date that the, the actual podcast took place. Like he posted like five or six posts all at the same time, and they all say December eighteenth. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's been at least a month since they've posted anything. That means he has a good uh, three of them queued up to post. With, or, oh, Probably actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. So, um, and they're getting close to episode 100. So, even though if you haven't checked them out yet, you have a pretty good backlog there. Their episode, uh, their last episode posted was episode 90. Um, I would avoid listening between about 50 and 7 no maybe a little before that cuz it gets really really naughty true if you're looking for a video game podcast you might want to avoid their middle their mid section but it's it's um it's it is hilarious and um, I think check it all out and get a feel for what they are. Uh, how how long was some of their podcasts? Three hours, three and a half Jesus, hours, four like hours, four days, four days. Uh, but some of their early stuff is actually, um, and I told Ryan this before. Some of their early episodes were some of the best uh, podcasting I've heard for video game podcasts. Um, so definitely go back uh, into like the first ten episodes. Really good stuff. Uh, and their newer stuff is really good too. Uh, their middle stuff, like I said, isn't bad. It's just it, they got away from video games for a while. Is basically what I'm saying. And um, who's next? Uh, the series challenge. Yeah, the Nergasm series challenge at nergasmnetwork.blogspot.com. They're they've got uh, actually a couple people I think have been actually doing the blog challenge this time. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, you have Troy at extraplay.info. Yep. Check you have the, the No Quarters podcast at noquarters.net. Dot net! that a bitch. <laughs> uh, Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. They take a cheap game, check it out, tell you if it's worth your 
time. Cheap-ass wallet spending. Yeah, that too. Uh, Intrepid Audio Productions at beyondtheheadset.co. IAP. Yes. Um, I don't know the next time I'll be on the sportscast. I kind of really wish I was invited tonight because I'm pretty sure they're recording tonight. Just so I could talk some major crap about the Patriots being out and the uh, 49ers being out of the playoffs. Yeah. It was a good weekend for me. The previous weekend uh, where the Saints got knocked out, hence why I pretty much got kicked off of Frank's Facebook twice in one week because he likes to talk shit, and then when people talk shit back, you can't take it. But in the immortal words of myself, guess what? It'd be like that. It'd do, and man up. That's another one. I, thought you, I, I wasn't yeah, sure which way, where you were going to go with that. I could have gone with that one, too. <laughs> Alright, well that is our episode for this week. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back again next week. Yee, yee, yee!